And welcome to this week's edition of The Mountain Gardener, your host, Ken Lane, here every week talking about the landscapes of Northern Arizona. And the gardens are active. I, I picked my first squash this week, got my first cucumbers, tomatoes are on, they're forming, things are happening, the flowers are glorious. I did find, you should put on your radar, I found the first real bug infestation on my, what were they, potatoes and a squash plant. And so it's white flies. White flies love summer heat. This is when they show up. And you'll you'll know because you'll touch the plant. You can't see anything. You're going, the leaves look a little off. What's going on there? And so you get closer and you, you, you touch the plant and it like becomes alive. There's like little gnats flying around and they're white. They're like little flies and they're white and they hide underneath the, the leaves of your plants. And you're going, what is going on? And so they're not good for your plant. You need to get rid of them because there is plenty of growing season left. We can't just let our guard down. In fact, some of the best gardening of the year is coming up right around the corner. And you folks in northern Arizona know that uh, the monsoon season typically starts the end of June. Eh, July 4th, typically locals go, eh, it could happen anytime. And so it's the, the humidity goes up. There's cloud cover kind of floating over. You can tell the plants kind of, they kind of take a breather going, oh, it was so hot. Now it's just it's better. And so, and then, then we'll get some afternoon rains periodically. Now, the question that often comes up is, should I adjust my irrigation uh, when it starts to rain? And the answer is, no, keep it going. Your plants are stressed out right now. They're, they're Right now, we saw during spring, this is just Prescott, Arizona, <laughs> excuse me, customers that are that are shopping here locally in this central highland. So we attract customers, gardeners, from as far away as Sedona, ask for Kingman. We're on the list for Kingman. They come in for the VA and they stop by, and I'm kind of on the route in and out of town. They they stop by. So we, we, we're we getting from all over this northern Arizona area. Of course, Prescott, Prescott Valley, Chino, Cottonwood, all those areas. They're, they're coming in regularly. That's uh, funny. Cottonwood, Camp Verde, uh, those areas, they're coming in for Trader Joe's, Costco. And while they're here, they're, they're when they're on this side of the hills, what they say, oh, we thought we'd just stop in and do some gardening. So thank you very much. So they're coming in. Uh, the, the monsoons start anytime. We can get quite a, there's a spike in July, August of moisture in the mountains of Arizona. Your plants will just thrive, take off with new growth. And so they're stressed now, uh, and they've got some bug pressure. But keep them moist, keep them keep them watered, uh, keep keep the bugs under control, and fertilize. And the plants will just take off the first time we get any amount of moisture. They will just ignite with new growth. You get an extra two feet of growth on your maples, your aspens, your cottonwoods, your sycamores. They're going to grow. You can get better blooms on your summer blooming lilac trees, your crepe myrtles, your rose of Sharon's, all of these just take off. It's a, it's a great time to garden when the monsoons hit, but prepare for it. Watering's a challenge right now because we had customers uh, in April and May, first part of June, 
obviously grotesque overwatering. We were cool at night. It was just, it was a cool spring. And so you were watering more than the plants needed. And so you had some yellow leaves showing up. Classic indication of plants are overwatered. Now we're seeing just the opposite. So they, they compensated. So they were overwatered. Then they went, okay, I'm cutting back. But now it's been dry for over a month. We just hit our 90. We're flirting with 90s here up in the mountains. Um, and and it, you're underwatering. So, so bump the water up. Water longer, not necessarily more frequently, but longer. Get that water pushed down further into the, ro into the uh, root zone. And then if we do get a, a nice monsoon afternoon rain, don't adjust the irrigation. Keep it going. So the rain will help add to your irrigation and, and hydrate that where that emitter was watering, plus all the rest of the tree. And so it's the best thing you, you could do. Unless we get serious rain, I mean, we've had six, eight, nine inches of rain. I would not, for the month, I would not adjust my irrigation. Keep it going. Let the entire landscape rehydrate before you start even thinking about playing with that clock. So that's come up twice this week. When, so I, know, I know it's coming. People are anticipating. What should I be doing? Nothing at all. Keep it, leave it alone. Uh, your plants are being underwatered right now. Your irrigation is a life support. It just keeps that between rain cycles. The irrigation just keeps things barely alive. They do not like drip irrigation. They're, they're, they get yellow. Uh, they're barely keeping alive. They really, really need rain. Rain's got the perfect pH. When lightning strikes, it infuses the rainwater with nitrogen as the as the lightning burns the air around it, kind of supercharges with some nice nutritional value for your plants. It's the best. Your, your tap water or the water coming from your city or well is high alkalinity. It's not the perfect pH. It has, it's got salt and minerals and things that build up in your toilet and in your sink, that white ring. It also builds up in your soil. And so it, it's, it's, it keeps it alive, but it's not as good as nature's rainwater. So keep it going. That's another reason you keep watering with your irrigation. The rain actually will help to flush some of that mineral buildup that's been that layer of white calciumized, kind of calciumized, is not even a word, calcified uh, white layer in the soil. You'll see that buildup on your containers outside the, the pots sometimes, that white flaky material. That builds up in your soil too. And so it helps to push and flush that stuff out. The, the main thing you can do right now is green up your plants. Plants need iron right now. If they're got a, if they're off color, they're yellow. They need iron. They need nitrogen. That's what that's what's going to help them, especially new plants, flush new growth. They need phosphorus. That's what's going to form another set of flowers on your roses. Keep the flowers blooming on those hanging baskets. And they need potash. That's the that's uh, the sturdiness of the stems, the thickness of the foliage, the disease resistance. That's the sturdiness of that plant. So nitrogen, phosphorus, potash, some iron, and your soil has creeped up. Its pH level has just crept off, and and that's what's causing some of that yellowing. So what I've done in my own gardens, 
I've just spread. And we want to get this on before the monsoons get. Don't wait for rain. Do it now so that when it does rain, it's sitting there waiting to go. So I've spread all-purpose plant food, 744, all-purpose. It's got nitrogen, phosphorus, potash, some iron, and sulfur. Sulfur lowers the pH. So it's got all the stuff I just mentioned. I spread that around the, the drip line, those outer branch or outer layers. Don't, don't focus the fertilizer right up against the trunk. Go towards the outer edges. That's where the feeder roots are. The, the feeder roots, the ones that take in the nutrients in the water, they kind of mirror the outer edge of these, the outer branches of your trees and shrubs. Put the food and water out there where the feeder roots are. It's a different kind of root. It's real light colored, very fine, picks up moisture. At the trunk, at the base of a, a tree or a shrub, or just big anchoring roots, they're covered in bark. They can hardly even see the soil, much less take in moisture. Your feeder roots, the ones that do all the work, they're further out. That's where you want to focus that food and that water. So if it's really yellow, uh, you, there's a couple things that were really yellow, especially here at the nursery. We actually have a quick release iron. There's a there's an iron product. They call it chelated iron or liquid iron. You give it liquid iron. It's it's a form that the plant can pull up immediately. That will green things up. I mean, just right away. I mean, you'll see it three days later. Going, whoa, it's green. This is great. So liquid iron for things that are really yellow, but they still need that nitrogen, phosphorus, that potash. Take advantage of it now. Put it on. Pray for rain. You will have a magic garden. We're just getting started with the garden season. Be right back with more garden tips, tricks, and garden advice after this.